Morning, Los Angeles. Hope you got your flu shot. Reports in five states that a strange virus is going around, so if you're not feeling well, go home, take care of yourself. Is actually being done in the morning. Did too. you have to do that? Of course I did, because this was an expensive microphone, and I'm gonna exploit its recording capabilities. I'm not awake yet, damn it! So uh, uh, let's talk about walkers <laughs> TV. Wow, I don't think I've ever done one this early. So this will be the morning insomniac uh, version of a five-minute freak. And I'm Scott McGregor, and I'm sitting here with... Hi, I'm Serotonin. And uh, we watched um, the pilot episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Tuesday, uh, yeah, Sunday night, as did many of you, and decided to do a little podcast on it, just kind of our thoughts uh, about what we thought of the first show, um, of what's going to be a six-episode kind of mini-series. Seven. Is it seven? Seven. Okay, I thought I read six, but I mean, it's filling the gap between... You know, the end of season five of The Walking Dead proper and uh, it coming back in, in October. And uh, so, yeah, uh, it's a little spin-off series that uh, they've been talking about doing for a while. And it's really unrelated to the, you know, original Walking Dead series or the comics in that it doesn't take place in the eastern south. And you're bleeping. Or is that me? That's you. Oh, Cortana, my helpful, if not a little ambitious virtual assistant here, decided that I had talked to her, which was not the case. All right, we're going we're to figure out how to mute Cortana eventually. <laughs> She's been neglected for a while, apparently, and, and decided she wanted to be known. We're cutting that. I completely lost my train of thought now. Help me out. So anyway, so um, Fear the Walking, Fear the Walking Dead. Dead starts with the, it's the very beginning, and and you probably already know, so I'm just talking, I'm preaching to the choir. It's, they're not sure if it's a virus or if it's a microbe, but dead people are starting to wake up and eat other people, and you know, if you kill somebody and you leave them right there, they're not there when you come back. Yeah, but what, you're getting ahead of ourselves, because <laughs> we don't even, as far as the point of view of the show, it's a very... Well, it's going to be big as in it's in Los Angeles, but right now it's very focused on one small area of Los Angeles and one family and a couple peripheral characters, mostly people they work with and sleep with and buy drugs from. Um, and it starts out, uh, but I mean, we really only see one, two, maybe three walkers in the whole first episode because it's the slow burn. It's the very beginning and I was just reading one article that, you know, speculated that one of the people was actually Patient Zero of the Walking Dead universe, which the creators have kind of said they would never do that anyway. And it's obvious that it's starting all over the country. 
Um, it's in five different places. Yeah, which you, you learn in this show. But it's all very focused, and nobody knows anything. You know, the apocalypse has not happened yet. It starts out on a very personal note with his family and that the uh, the son of this family um, starts out witnessing his girlfriend um, eating someone in this, like, what was it, like an old church they're in or some yep, kind of thing? Yep, he's hanging out at a church, and, um, uh, which, you know, <laughs> ties in with the, you know, that's, never mind. And the, no, absolutely. <laughs> no, the symbolism is heavy-handed in this as it is in the other and Walking Dead. Nick ends dead up too. hit by a car and in a hospital, and Rick ends up shot in a hospital. Yeah. And, you know, there's they, they've tied a few different things together, and I think that's pretty cool mm-hmm. for, you know, those of us that, Pay attention. I think it started out really slow, but there's some big potential. And apparently they think that there's a lot of potential here because they've just signed on for a, what did it, what did that article say, a 15-episode second season. Oh, okay. So yeah, they must be. Um, it's honestly, I don't know. I was, uh, I think we've gotten so used to the nonstop carnage in, in the regular Walking Dead that the slow burn of this was... I've seen a couple negative reviews, and I, I was—I had some problems with it, and we'll get into that. Um, Nick is uh, is Junkie Johnny Depp. That's kind of what this kid looks like. Um, yeah, it's it's, and it—I think it had to be intentional in a way. Kid's got to know what he looks like. Uh, but yeah, he's kind of like Johnny Depp slash Jack Sparrow slash uh, Keith Richards, who Jack Sparrow is based on anyway. Uh, he's he's kind of got that walk down and. And even before he he gets hit but by he, a car, he he's got hit by a car. No, nah, but got I've him. even seen other reviews that say he he walks like a walker. Because, but you do he starts out waking up and kind of staggering like a walker. Because uh, he's high AF. Well, yeah, of course he's you know that's the whole point. He's a heroin junkie. That's why in the, in this big you know church and and Johnny Depp sees his girlfriend non on one of his other friends presumably. It's junkie Johnny Depp. Nick. That's officially his name. Because the, the writers had to know that's what he was, people were going to call him, and I'm not the only one. Um, but yeah, so obviously he runs out in the street, gets smacked by a car, um, and and a lot of you know build up intention in this was pretty good because as it is in The Walking Dead, you know they they do all these red herrings or just like they have neon signs over some people's heads like keep an eye on him, he's going to die soon, and then they don't, or you know the person you think is going to walk through clean, you know. You know, all of a sudden gets jumped on and, and their guts ripped out. You know, this is the Walking Dead universe. So we think maybe Nick's going to turn too, you know, as soon as he's hit by the car. You think? Well, I, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know that much about this show going in, which I like. I didn't really know who the main characters were, who the actors were, anything about the story other than the basic plot. So I was pleasantly ignorant to, to who any of these people were or what their chances were make, of making it through. Um, obviously you're pretty sure you're going to see somebody buy it in every single <laughs> Walking Dead episode. Um, but we didn't know if that was going to be the case with this show. And apparently it's not going to start out that way. Um, although there was another major death at the end uh, by, uh, of a character that we didn't really know anything about. you know. But uh, the main focus of the show is going to be this. And I think another family is going to come along soon and maybe some of the students... We should probably do some exposition on the characters, if people don't know, but this is going to be spoiler heavy, so if you're listening to this without watching it... I, I, I liked the, the uh, Travis, the, the teacher, um, teaching from The Call of the Wild, which when 
Rick wakes up when he takes that little break in that house and wakes up, there's a book on his chest. Oh, and that's it? Call of the Wild. See, this woman amazes me. She has, like, uh, just, like, photographic memory for nerd stuff that I should just... And yet I'm not a nerd. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, she puts, she, she's made me question my nerdiness, kids. Let's put it that way. It's like, wow, do I really deserve this title of geek nerd freak? Yeah, Travis. Well, my Travis girlfriend knows so many more details about the stuff I love than I do. <laughs> how to build a fire and, and not knowing, giving these kids the tools to survive in English class that they're resisting tooth mm-hmm. and nail. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was pretty cool that he was teaching Call of the Wild. Well, you know, it was... It was it was cool, but in a way it was also kind of indicative of just kind of heavy-handed writing and beating us over the head. You know, it's, it's symbolism, but it's the easy Easter egg. But you didn't catch it. No, I didn't catch it from the first season. No, not at all. So that was, no, that... that when, it, yeah, when when they're in the house and, and the Clayton and Rick runs into the guys claimed, you know, yeah. it's mine, I yeah. claim it. He's got a book on his chest. Uh, wow. Then he, uh, yeah. he woke up. With Call of the Wild. You, I am not worthy. And I, I haven't even seen that in any of the other reviews yet. So you have win nerd Easter eggs hunter of, for the day. I'm serious, I, I Sarah. Got that's nothing. that's okay. awesome. <laughs> no, because I had a... I did... I actually... It took away from the episode for me. Or it, I, I was just thinking, it's like, yeah, yeah, Call of the Wild, teaching survival, get... Let's get on with it. We know it's a fucking zombie show. <laughs> but being that it's a callback, that's actually a brilliant little Easter egg. I did not realize that watching it. So. Okay. She's looking. Yeah. See, I, I, I've lost respect in her eyes every time we do one of these. Blake blink from she, the other yeah, end of the Yeah, she couch. realizes what? that I'm not quite the nerd she thought I was, and the love just fades away. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so anyway. But um, wait, you're, but you're getting ahead of yourselves. We should do kind of an introduction for people that meeting have, maybe have not seen it. But Madison Clark, um, Kim mm-hmm. Dickens. Yep, um, and Travis is her living boyfriend, presumably. Yep. Um, the, the stepdad. The, yeah, the, the evil gets stepdad. As much um, respect as every other stepdad. Pretty on the much. Yeah. 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 The daughter's not a fan. The, the son, well, the junkie Johnny Jep is just kind of doing his thing anyway. Um, yeah, but the water, uh, the daughter really, uh, uh, you know, rides him hard. Um, that did not even come out right. Uh, yeah, it's very gonna, critical of be him. A slap here. Any this is what now. happens when you do this. And I've only had one cup of coffee for the day. I, I protested this. <laughs> but might get sillier that way. Um, but yeah, the family unit that we're kind of looking at here is uh, what's the daughter's name again? Um, She's played by. Uh, there were a lot of a lot of good character actors in this that you would recognize from other stuff. And you know we were kind of racking our brain. You know, and I know a lot of them look familiar, but with a lot of character actors, that's their beauty. If they don't have the name recognition, which is unfortunate for them, but you, it's like, hey, I've seen that guy before. Where have I've I seen, seen that, that guy? girl before? Yeah, like when when you see Nick, um, it was a wow. I'm like wow, Johnny Depp. But. No. <laughs> Tom Riddle. <laughs> yes. Tom yeah, Riddle. but he he Frank up Lane nicely. played Tom Riddle in a flashback in the Half Blood Prince. Prince. Yeah, which yeah, which is very cool. And we we looked at the conflicting, you know, the the contrasting photos last night. It's like wow, yeah, he cleans up nicely as Tom Riddle. And the and sister was uh, Alicia, and she's the uh, good girl student. She's got everything to lose, she, and then, yeah, she's Miss Miss Perfect, mm-hmm. which is the stark contrast to the problem child brother that 
she has and um yeah jumped out of college and spike a vein and sleeping in a church and, yeah yeah but uh, she but she obviously very much cares for uh, her brother but she's also kind of the pragmatist of the family and and tries to kind of tell mom and travis to just he's got to either burn out himself or you know you can't try to just throw him back into rehab and stuff she and i and i need to go back and look but when mom is digging through his stuff in the church she digs under his mattress and she comes up with a book was that call of the wild too Oh, Tiny Jesus. screen. I didn't quite see the title of the book, but yeah. whatever it was, it, it hit her. And uh, of course, she opens it. Oh, my son! And he's reading. And she opens it up, and there's his needles. And yeah, you know, there yeah. Goes, and there goes that moment. Him, Boof. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't remember that. We'll have to go check that one too. But uh, the daughter, I kind of recognized too. And I, we looked it up, and I realized she was in uh, the one hundred as. I don't even know how to describe her. She's like a tribal chief, actually, in the hundred. Um, which is a science fiction show that a Facebook friend got me watching. Damn you, Matthew Keller! And uh, but it's a pretty good show, and and you know, uh, so she's she's been around the TV circuit herself apparently, despite how young she is. Um, Travis, I, I don't remember seeing him in a lot. I was just looking up Cliff Curtis, which is the actor, uh, and uh, he's been in stuff like uh, Three Kings and uh, Trained. He's just done character actor parts in, in a lot of different movies and TV He's shows. got the face of, hey, I've seen him before. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is, you know, say what you will about character actors. You know, they're not the, the Brangelinas and bringing in $20 million every time they make a movie, but these guys work steady for decades and decades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't have to kind of worry about the whole, you know, am I going to gain too many pounds and not be super megastar anymore so you know I, I i've always loved good character actors and stuff they they really make you know you can throw as many stars as you want in a movie but it's the supporting cast that either kind of makes or break it you know and obviously the writing i had some problem with the writing in this and, and maybe it's just personal taste as i said i thought the call of the wild thing the london was a little heavy-handed and there was some Heavy-handed symbolism and red herrings, I thought, about, you know, kind of making you think maybe the virus had come about. They were obviously doing the analogy of virus to drug use, you know, and, and being a junkie and how heroin addicts, you know, kind of look like the walking dead when they're walking. Um, and so I, I'm not sure where they were going with that. Um, one, one interesting character we met was, what was it, Travis? No, Travis was um, the kid in school. Uh, Tobias. Tobias, okay, that's right. And uh, who is, what's his name again? Tobias is played by Lincoln Castellano. Lincoln Castellano. So clearly this actor was tied to, he has some major mob ties. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I'm going to get a leg broken for suggesting that. Um, But yeah, there was a little subplot with him. um, He sets out the metal detector on his way into school. mm -hmm, And um, I can't think of anybody's name this morning. The mother is named... Madison. Madison. That should be easy. She's a school counselor. Thank you for being my memory this morning. Um, And yeah, she... Apparently I'm always your memory, but that's okay. Yeah, that's not surprising. She intervenes and uh, and makes sure that he doesn't kind of get caught up in what would get him expelled for bringing a weapon into school. And he's brought a knife, and she's like, what are you doing, Tobias? You're not this guy, you know? And I'm sure she was thinking that maybe he was getting bullied or something. 
and was about to pull something Apparently now he's stupid. tutoring the bully. Yeah, yes, yeah, so. <laughs> and yeah, he's tutoring the bully. Yeah, yeah, that's because that's what she asked him. She's like, he's like, no, I get along with him now because I, I, you know, basically he was kind of implying I, I help him out. So, um, but she's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, and I just yelled out like Art Bell fan. <laughs> As soon as he said something, because he was like, there's been rumors and we've seen on the internet and there's been these events across the nation, but the government's not telling us about it. You know, the whole classic conspiracy theory. And her if, answer if the is, world, but I'm sure that the authorities would tell us if there was something to worry which about. Which is just a classic cliche thing, too. And it was almost, that's one of those almost cringeworthy moments. But you kind of got to applaud him for going there, too. Because that's like <laughs> such a fucking science fiction horror movie trope that it's it's you know a dead horse that's been eaten by walkers a lot by now but yeah oh we'll be fine the government will take care of us you know there's there's obviously some political (laughs) discussion to be had about comments like that too but um i like how they keep well and and i'm gonna jump forward again and this is just me but they keep showing the wide angle shots of la and how mm-hmm. beautiful and pristine it is. And I think they're setting up to show us, like, Atlanta after the bomb. Right, right. And, and yeah, it'll eventually yeah. come to that, I'm sure. Um. Yeah, they've, they've <laughs> apparently got 15 or 20 episodes to do this. Thing. Yeah. But I think that's what they're they're setting up for, is uh, we're going to get to see L.A. in ruins and tatters. Yeah, and, and hopefully as it's happening, you know, instead of just an aftermath shot, although that would be very expensive for the science fiction or the special effects department. But I we were talking about this, you know, last night, but I mean they eventually you said that they were eventually originally planning on having it in like rural Pennsylvania. Or yeah, something. it was ori- yeah, they they had So all Herschel's farm basically. Yeah, they were gonna do this originally in Hers- in, in yeah, in Herschel's in uh, um just a little town in Pennsylvania. And uh, I guess sitting around talking one morning, they went, "Wait a minute, let's do it in L.A." Which is yeah, even we already did that. From Georgia. We, we do that every week so. already, um, which was a good call. Uh, although, I mean, the small—I was saying though—it eventually has to get down to like the small town unit because I mean, I think you, it's going to be this family fighting their way out of L.A. Yeah, and that's I, plenty of fodder for stories I, I, right I there. I figured, you know, episode two is Travis because they they had the the phone call with the ex wife of this is my weekend with the boy. Yeah, and yeah, the boy. Well, what are you too. going to do to entertain me this weekend? Why I don't want to. So he's he stayed with mom. Yeah, and so Travis and is going to go on his own little Travis quest. Travis is going to go yeah. try to find his boy and bring him back that's, into this dysfunctional little fold. The way I would write it. Yep, but. I guess that remains to be seen in seven days when the new one comes out. So, uh, anywho, um, I now know... I, I like the way that we, we know more about this family than I ever knew about Rick and Lori and Carl. Of course, Walking Dead is three seasons in. You get the flashbacks with the yeah. history and the whatnot. Yeah. I like going into it. Yeah. Which is going to hurt so much more when they're eviscerated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then we're... Yeah, it's, it's easier to get... Yeah, I think I think it emotionally anyway it's it's easier to get on board with characters that inevitably you know aren't going to be around for the whole show. Um, 
it's, it's the whole thing. You bitch about the slow burn, but then again, you get to learn them and, and know them. And yeah, those people are so wishy-washy about shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we got... And I think that's why it was almost kind of a... Every, everybody complained that it was too slow of a start, but at 3 minutes and 27 seconds in, there's already we, a face yeah, we, yeah, so, so yeah, I think that was the creators right being like, don't worry, we're, there's going to be plenty of this, just... Bear with us for forty-five more minutes, and you know it's, it's this still going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, be there. It's like just just think about it. This is L.A., and it's kind of it's kind of a nice contrast too. In that The Walking Dead proper, you know, essentially there there's a lot of them wandering out in the wilderness, but they're kind of all trying to get to big cities to see and, what's and there. Get, and this is going to be a whole shit ton of people trying to get out of a big city and into the wilderness. I'm assuming. And and I give them props. For after Nick gets hit by the car and he's off in the hospital, mm-hmm. the old guy in the bed next to him, they could have gone completely cliche and had the old guy turn yeah. and try to eat Nick while he was in restraints. Uh, boy for having the old guy code and being taken out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they could have good... gone right for the canned reaction. Yeah. And they didn't. And then that's the, the, the regular show does that too a lot and, and the tension and you just sure something bad's gonna happen and they just you know then they just close the curtain and be like, Nope, nothing to see here <laughs> And then two minutes later, you know, the most innocent scene and, and somebody gets jumped on and their head ripped off. So that that's the beauty. That's how you build t- television tension. So yeah, they're they're sticking to the formula there quite nicely. Um the end of the episode, we see. Well, let's talk a little bit more about like the dynamics. Obviously, mom has is a struggling mother, you know, who has had an addict son all her life, and and partially blames herself. Well, very much blames herself. And I speculated that I thought she had indicated that she had had some substance problems in the past, and you didn't see it. That she made way. the comment of it's genetic, but... right? But very. I said, you know, I thought. I thought when she had seen the works, like it was like too much for her, and that she was having like. You look at it from the mom's point of view. You you find yeah your, your kid no. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I I just thought I, it, to me it just s- said to me that she had experience with a needle too, just the way she and maybe that was just the way the actress was was doing it. But it read to me that she had experience with a needle herself. Maybe I'll why. be seen wrong, but I don't think so. No, no, but you, you made I, the good... She's, she's, she's ridden this ride before. Yeah, you made the good point that she could have been an alcoholic, pill, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, caffeine junkie. Uh, but she understands... his father. Well, that too, yeah. Yeah, we don't know we that story yet. Don't know him. And no. he's, you know, the, the kids, um, her... Their last name is Clark, and we've not met Mr. Clark. Well, you know, then maybe the writers did drop the ball. Why don't I know Mr. Clark yet? They had 45 fucking minutes. Because <laughs> he's the ex-husband, the gone father. Well, in, in the absence of the story, my brain's going to fill in the details, because that's kind of I don't like thing. where your brain goes, and no. it's a scary, scary it place. It is. It's frightening. So, anyway. Fear. Fear the walking brain <laughs> on little coffee. But this is a five-minute freak, so let's not make it go three and a half hours. Um, I th- there's some potential. I think they're gonna they're gonna flush it out, and uh, it, it's slow start, but I liked the way it started. Mm-hmm. Um, um, did have you know to stick with it? Did have a Walker payoff at the end. Um, interesting little plot about uh, well, Nick does his little escape from the hospital thing, and. Uh, 
it doesn't not looking too good for her. all through this. You're just sure that Nick's gonna be you know dead by the end of it. Um, and I was speculating, I'm like, no, Nick's gonna be the last one standing. You know, that's <laughs> be the, Nick and Rick. At the, the, very the, end. Yeah, Nick and Rick, <laughs> bro, comedy. Um, <clears throat> but what happened to Coral? Coral. Uh, <laughs> wrong story. Wrong story. <laughs> Bring it back in yeah. now. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see. You said you had read that they might, there might be some. I don't. How can there be a crossover? Because I mean, Walking Dead is. Uh, unless you know one of these characters is just going to pop up three years because it's like three years into the apocalypse in the walking dead proper yep and this starts right at the beginning of it you know presumably this is like rick is off in a coma you know with a catheter in him at this point you know or something so at the yep but this is the very beginning when they don't even know what this is Mm mm-hmm so and uh, the viral i thought they did the viral thing very good i mean that's kind of how this would all play out and i'm as long as they don't use too much of it i'm i think that's how we'll see the destruction of of la you know through the eyes of like the internet and people watching it on tv because they just aren't flat aren't, aren't going to have the budget to destroy la on on tv uh, there's a lot you can do but there's a lot you can't um, but that was very cool. One of the first, you see, you know, the daughter and some of her friends gathered around, you know, iPhone, watching this viral video of the cop shooting someone, which we're seeing after the car too much of yes, these days. The helicopter days. from KTLA. Yeah, it's it was almost it's almost kind of eerily prophetic because this pilot episode was probably shot quite a while ago, and we're seeing unfortunately a lot of. <laughs> shootings and viral videos lately so it's a little little prophetic there um but yeah and they're all they're all watching it and obviously like just the cynicism with video these days you know because there's so much well, fake can't be real. yeah there's so much fake shit out there that people on the internet a lot of them just be like wow this must be real it's on the fucking internet luckily we're seeing kids that are smarter than that in this show so maybe they have a shot um but in this case, it actually is real, and uh, they should probably pay attention to it. <laughs> but I, I bet we're going to see a lot of that, and we're going to see a lot of, you know, kind of the conspiracy theory stuff of news filtering in from other places, and, you know, the power and internet probably ain't going to last long in the apocalypse. I suspect shit's going to go downhill pretty quickly, because I think that's how it would go down. I don't think we humans adapt all that great to serious adversity, like people getting up and walking after they've died and trying to eat you. Uh, shit would go south real quick, and I expect that's what we'll see. Um, I just read some synopses of upcoming episodes, and it indicates that there'll be some National Guard stuff going on and, you know, general unpleasantness all the way around. But they, they said that 10 million people saw it first run right nice yeah and, and um 6.3 million in the 18 to 49 demographics oh yeah so that's that's well, huge yeah they, they have built an audience they knew that was going to happen you know they could have they could have served a shit on a platter and 10 million people <laughs> would have signed up for it because it's the walking dead and it's it's a phenomenon and uh i don't think this was there seems to be a lot of disappointment online about it and I was at first about a couple things. I didn't buy some of the acting. I didn't buy maybe that. I guess now that I think about it, like 
they didn't seem surprised or horrified enough at some of the stuff that was going on. I think it maybe, was pure shock. Maybe I'm just like a total wimp because I if I saw the dead get up once. I'm I'm done. I'm pissing my pants as I'm running <laughs> the other way, and these guys are just kind of staying standing there, probably as you said, in shock and unable to move. But I I didn't feel the actors sold that enough for me. I don't know. I, I think if, if I just drove over somebody with a truck and he got up and I hit him again, I would stand there and look at him. There would be a like, certain amount of... But, Why are you doing But they this? said, I could do that while backing away slowly or quickly. <laughs> I could, like... I'll go In buy some. And drive I'll go buy again. some binoculars. Come back and look at the fucker from a distance, but I'm not going to stick around to see how it plays out for too long. Look at it from the safety of the rooftop. But that that also. I guess that works in the case. See, I've seen zombie movies all my life, and The Walking Dead, and but this is a if they hold this true is a universe where there Night is of the no, Living Dead there is never no such happened. word as zombie. Right. They don't know what this is. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you're going to look at it. It's it's the car accident, train crash, you, you, the human instinct to stand there and stare. You know, I've never actually seen a lion live either, well, other than in a zoo. But if I saw one rushing at me, I would not have needed previous experience in that to know I should get the fuck out of Dodge. When walkers <laughs> move the same speed as lions, we'll talk. Well, yeah, point, point. Yeah, so maybe they were just like, wow, this... This, this guy's got bones sticking out of his arms. Yeah, this newly evil thing hanging, that's lumbering yeah. at us is pretty slow, so maybe we're okay. Yeah. And we have a car, so... So, yeah, you know... When it comes to fight or flight, my instinct usually probably goes to flight. <laughs> I will stand there and stare at it and sometimes get stung in the face by a bee. So, you know. <laughs> well, and I said, I, I may stand there and, yeah, I may stand there and watch. That was your day. I don't know. Bee to the face. But th- that's where I will truly be able to multitask and that I'll be able to stand there in horror and watch it while I'm reaching for the tire iron in my car and <laughs> getting yeah, ready okay. to bash it to pieces. <laughs> so yeah, like to explain that one, kids. Um, we were walking in the park the other day, and there was on the side of this building this honeybee nest, and they were fascinating. And I stood there oh, for yes. a few minutes, and, and I was watching decided them. Decided we needed to commune with nature. I was just nature standing said, there. I was you. at a relatively <laughs> safe distance, and I was watching them come and go and do their little thing, wondering how they were building their house in this wall of brick. When suddenly one of them decided it was going to be pissed off hangry bee and stung me in the face. So, yeah, that's a nice way to end it. An and then one chased us for about a quarter mile and made sure we got the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> it was I'm very serious. pissed off angry this, bee. It was, and we're thinking, like, shouldn't that thing be dead? Didn't, don't they die when they sting you? And, you know. Well, yeah, the one that hit me in the face did die at my feet. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, I thought we it was his friend. I thought we might have had a, well, see, you killed his friend. Um, we might have. I thought we might have had a Walker B on our hands. <laughs> yes, it's it's a great analogy. How was your day? I don't know. B to the face. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't get much worse than that. No, and and then the end of Fear of the Walking Dead was a pretty big B to the face for uh, for Junkie Johnny Depp. Um, <laughs> Nick. Although he did survive, Nick's going to be the last man standing. Um, <laughs> yeah, the bees. I told her she's, you know, uh, Sarah here is kind of 
as am I from kind of a smaller country-ish town. And I'm like, these are city bees. They're just, <laughs> they got attitude. <laughs> They're city bees. They don't follow the rules. No, they don't. They're living in a, a fucking brick house. Yeah, that's know? what I couldn't understand. Is why. <laughs> these are city bees. Like, tiny, tiny niche and a piece of brick. And there's mess. 8 million bumblebees here. You're, the sp- you're supposed to not make eye contact and walk on by with purpose. Those are city bees. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I got mugged by a bee. <laughs> you did. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but Fear of the Walking Dead, um, presumably the next five, six Sundays on AMC. Um, and it should be, you know, a nice little addition to the universe, I think. Um, and knowing marketing such as it is, we'll, you'll probably eventually see a Fear of the Walking Dead comic book. <laughs> because why the fuck not? If you can get people to buy something else, make it. That's the necessity is... Profit is the mother of invention. <laughs> and then ne- there's nerds like you that'll buy it. Well, yeah, no, not me. I, I don't do the comic thing anymore. But I should have, because if there was one comic, instead of the hundreds of worthless comics I have from the 90s, <laughs> I should have been collecting Walking Dead and, and paying to get myself back into college at this point. But I didn't. I'm not bitter about it. Uh, fuck you, X-Men 90s. Anyway, now come back to us. Okay, I'm back, I'm back. Um, Fear the Walking Dead, I think, you know, I'll keep watching because I'm easy that way. Throw zombies in a a show and, you know, I'll lie down for you. (laughs) And, uh, but, you know, I I think the the actors will inhabit their roles a little better as long as they, they got some of the same writers... Or at least the same caliber of writers that they do on The Walking Dead, I think, will be fine. And uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing this this these couple of families that we'll get to know very intimately. Apparently, uh, torn to pieces and you know ripped asunder and and taken to their last <laughs> the last hope of survival as they fight their way out of. LA and and you have to think it's you know if it's true to the universe then then we 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 gotta see a bunch of them die and you know probably be like the innocent daughter first because why not because that's the biggest shock value <laughs> so we're such evil people for loving this show you all realize that don't you this is just like the worst vicarious thrill that's ever been given to TV audiences and we're lapping it up like a thirsty cat <laughs> It's awful. <laughs> I'm sure our karma is irretrievably ruined, but uh, I'm going to keep watching because why not? We're past the point of no return. Five seasons of cheering on the walkers, you know, and the other show I'm sure has doomed me to hell. Uh, might as well <laughs> pile on. <laughs> but, uh, final thoughts? Um, I think that there's there's definitely some potential here, and I'm going to stick with it. So... I don't know. Slow start. Get to know some characters. Um, it's going to hurt worse when they get eviscerated. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I think that's almost it. They're, they're pushing our boundaries, too. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. You, you, you like this one? You, yeah, Denied. You, you like watching a bunch of random strangers from Alexandria get eaten and uh, the other Walking Dead? Then uh, let's see how you like a family that you've gotten to know get eaten. How evil are you fuckers? How far can we take it? We haven't killed Judith on the other show yet, but how far can we take it on this one? Because I guarantee you we're going to see a teenage daughter ripped to pieces in this show eventually, or at least a bunch of high school kids by the looks of it. (laughs) 
So yeah, we're in with the uh, Clark family and then Travis and whoever else they introduce. I know Ruben Blades is in this, so I think we're going to see another family kind of focused on probably next episode. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll keep doing these. Uh, we don't want to step on like the toes of Walking Dead Wednesday or anything. This is a, just a five-minute freak, but you may hear it pop up in Mindless Drivel with Scott and Sarah, shameless plug, or if they make another Walking Dead video game on No Counsels for Old Men with Scott and Dr. Bill, and I'm just horrible, aren't I? Yeah. We also do garage sale gloats every now and then. Yep. <laughs> And you can find them all right here on Two Two True True Freaks. Freaks. Uh, Also, buy stuff from the Amazon link and uh, my eBay auctions, too. All right, kids. um, Shameless plug. I'm awful today. This is what you get with only two cups of coffee in me. Um, Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. I'm I'm game. I'm in. And uh, bye now. Bye-bye. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at two truefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T W O T R U E F R E A K S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at two true freaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.